Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. Today, I've got Carl Alberti. He's with uh, Cirrus Logic, and uh, we're going to talk about embedded uh, consumer technology. Uh, I mean, Cirrus Logic's notoriously famous for being in the uh, audio space and then make, starting in the DSP space, but a lot's gone on since then, hasn't it? It's expanded. DSP has gone from a chip to a function, and there's a, it's a much bigger playing field. Isn't that right, Carl? Welcome to the show. Indeed, Alex. Thanks for having me. And uh, for sure, things have evolved. Um, you've been covering Cirrus for quite some time, and uh, our track record in, in DSP signal processing and, and high-performance analog has has positioned us really well for embedded systems and, uh, and the applications we see coming down the road in this space. It's really exciting. Well, you know, and that's exactly it. There's, there's, there's the Internet of Things. There's how the Internet of Things ties into the smart grid. There's how the Internet of Things ties into the smart home. There's how the personal devices can it lever the next, le- you know, level, levels of functionality within society, even if, let's, if we can speak grandly. But the bottom line is we have to put more functionality in smaller packages, and that's one of the reasons I brought you on to talk in a power forum because the bottom line is is that, the functionalities have to be there or the device is useless. That is absolutely true. You know, and, and part of, you know, Cirrus Logic's philosophy is, you know, that your relationship with your device, albeit a, you know, a wearable or a handset, you know, th- that relationship is huge, right? And the experience, the user experience that's driven by this the supercomputer that, you know, half of the adults in this country carry around with them at all the time, you know, harnessing that and having that interface be really natural and seamless um, is something that we think has to be nailed um, to really present an awesome, compelling user experience to folks. And, you know, from our perspective, you know, your voice is a huge part of that and is kind of the basis for, you know, some of this new technology we're rolling out is to, to do simply that, is to use your voice and to enable that to, to really, you know, make you love your smartphone versus, you know, making you want to toss it out a window because it's not doing what you want it to do. Well, you know, Carl, you're absolutely right. And voice recognition, good voice recognition, has been kind of a holy grail of the industry anyway, right? I mean, it's the ultimate human interface. It's been fictionalized since people could even imagine computers and people together. Yeah, for certain. I mean, there have been yeah, decades worth of work being put into this. And as you look at the computing power in these smartphones and, and what's you know, driving ubiquitous connectivity and cloud computing, there's, there's a platform that, that, can, you know, that can be built upon to develop these voice recognition systems that actually perform and provide that natural interface. And there's a lot of the key technologies that Cirrus Logic is introducing with our new voice processors that ensure that the performance, whether you're in a loud environment or a quiet environment, the performance of those speech recognizers is as high as possible in terms of the accuracy so that they can actually understand what you're saying um, to just, you know, that interaction and the seamless uh, way that you'd want to communicate with the device as though you were speaking to another person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Agreed, Carl. Now, what are some of the challenges right now? Because there are companies and organizations, both software-based and hardware-based, that are offering speech recognition. What's the hard part? Why has it been so difficult for, quote-unquote, the killer app to come in and just slay voice recognition? Well, I think when you look at, at mobile devices in particular, I mean, one of the challenges is just you have a pretty limited size battery. And 
you know, how you choose to use the current from that battery, um, you know, it becomes a very important decision. And so doing speech recognition uh, and, and the enhancement or the pre-processing to ensure a quality signal is put into that speech recognizer such that that user experience is really positive, that takes power. Um, and so what Cirrus Logic has been focused on is combining best-in-class hardware, which, you know, we as a company have been known for for, you know, the better part of three decades, both on the DSP side as well as on high-performance mixed signal, but combining that with really compelling embedded software that is optimized for that hardware such that, you know, our systems and these solutions that we can provide the device makers are really intelligent in terms of how they consume power, how they decide, and, you know, in terms of, when to wake up the system, when to start listening with the microphones, and then how to process data. You know, that, that power consumption and the, the combination of hardware and software together um, can enable more of these features that can, you know, enable voice recognition to really work well and to provide a user experience that doesn't make people want to just turn it off. I agree. Now, how does your – tell us a little bit more about your current device and how it addresses – these issues and how does what other functionalities does it offer to the designer or is it specifically the voice does it take over anything else on the board and um you know what is what benefits does it offer sure so the the products that cirrus is introducing uh, are the cs48 lv12 and 13 which are a pair of voice processors uh, which, when you think about it in its most simple form, um, they're providing noise reduction and echo cancellation technology for the purposes of hearing and being heard in any sort of environment you find yourself in, right? So, you know, our phones, albeit they're used for a lot more than, you know, uh, the functionality of a phone, um, but when you're using it as a phone, you want to be able to hear and you want the person on the other end of the phone to be able to hear you and that's really challenging in a loud environment. I mean, whether you find yourself at happy hour with some of your colleagues and you need to answer a phone call and, um, or you find yourself walking on the side of the street or at a loud cafe, um, the technology that the voice processors we're introducing um, brings to the, the device makers is the ability to adapt to the noise around you and, uh, and reduce that noise with noise suppression techniques to minimize the audibility of that noise to the person on the other end of the phone and to enable, you know, a voice conversation that is, you know, easy to understand with a voice that's intelligible and of high quality. Um, so those are kind of, you know, some of the basic features that these voice processors introduced. You know, we've talked about the, uh, the speech recognizers and improving the accuracy of those. Um, one of the devices includes a feature we call ASR Enhance. Uh, which stands for Automatic Speech Recognition Enhancement. And again, just the, the use case of talking to your phone and having it understand what, what you're trying to say is, is what ASR sets out to improve. Um, so again, it's reducing noise for the purposes of improving accuracy in these speech recognizers to again, you know, have this, this goal of providing a user experience that's really positive. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Carl, <clears throat> I, I do know that um, you're, the company is fond of making scalable uh, systems. So when you think about voice recognition, obviously cell phones pop up as a major aspect. But what about things like uh, you know, assisted care devices, mechanisms for uh, medical telemetry, things that older people might have to handle, or other 
robots for all we, you know, I mean, there, there are a lot of application spaces where voice recognition is important. Do you offer high-powered chips within the family where, you know, maybe we have a little bit more power on hand and we want to do something that uh, recognize a wider range of, say, accents? Or do, is it not even a case there is, since this is just such a good recognition set, the, ch- the processor is a certain size and doesn't need to be upscaled or downscaled for application sets? You know, we, uh, you know, our vision is that this type of technology in terms of, you know, being heard and, and, and hearing and using your voice as a natural interface. I mean, heck, our, our voice is one of the most basic forms of communication. So being able to use that with machines, uh, whether it's a handset or your toaster or your TV, I mean, we think there's a, a wide application of this type of technology in terms of noise reduction, echo cancellation, um, and just, you know, enhancing that speech recognition, uh, you know, market space. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're focused on handsets. We, we think there's a huge market, a uh, huge value to, to be uh, brought to bear in terms of this combination of ultra-low-power hardware and software. But the application of that technology into, you know, uh, the applications you mentioned and, and just a variety of things in terms of human-to-machine interface we think is really compelling. Um, and, you know, with, with devices that are not as power sensitive, there are other considerations and, and frankly, other opportunities for providing, um, you know, more sophisticated voice processing when you don't have uh, such tight constraints that a battery can represent. So we're really excited about, you know, bringing this, you know, this technology to market um, in a way that consumers will appreciate in devices they have today and as this, this Internet of Things market space and, uh, you know, as, as connectivity enables more things to get smarter, uh, we think that voice will become a compelling interface in a lot of different things that, that we uh, kind of take for granted today. Um, and, and we're really excited about that. Yeah, and uh, I am as well, Carl. I, you know, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Uh, that's one of the things that I've always been a big fan about is the – well, the whole aspect of the Internet of Things and the cloud-based functionalities, because it's really a tool. It's not an end product, and that's the beauty of it all, because in reality, it enables people to run a business or stay in contact with their friends or keep in touch with their folks or a million other things that it's the capabilities involved. You know, the, the, like I'm fond of saying, people don't go to a hardware store to buy a drill. They go to a hardware store because they, they need a hole in their wall. The more right. functionality you can put into these devices, the more people are going to find ways to use them. Yeah, and that dividing line, it's a great point, Alex. The dividing line between, you know, doing processing locally, say in a handset versus in the cloud, um, is another really challenging systematic, you know, issue. Um, you know, and some of the, these really ultra-low-power kind of audio subsystems, if you will, can enable, you know, some of that processing to be done locally. And, you know, that can, it can cause lots of frustration if you're trying to speak to your device or, you know, tell it to do something and it has to connect to the cloud and you have a bad connection, you know, on your, on your handset and it just doesn't work. Um, so it's a very, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a very challenging system problem in terms of designing uh, what can be done locally and how you make that trade-off and the handoff to a, a more sophisticated language processing, um, you know, application, if you will. And, you know, right. we're, so we're excited about the opportunity to bring some of that downstream locally into the device so that when you're sitting on an airplane, you can, you can use your voice and you can use that capability locally by leveraging some of, you know, uh, hardware and software components that Cirrus Logic uh, manufactures and delivers to handset guys. 
There you go, Carl. Because I agree with you completely. It's it's what I'm I've been calling uh, thick client lately. You know the the whole the divide between smart devices using a uh, shared backbone. But it's really interesting to see where it's all going to go. Now, um, got to close out the episode because we don't have all the time in the world. Although um, it's fun chatting with you. Got to bring you back. I do give my uh, interviewees an opportunity to leave the last word with the audience. So uh, please. Tell us what you'd like to leave with the audience. What are your final thoughts on this? Where do you see things going? Or general advice you'd like to just uh, give us before we close out the episode? Yeah, you know, what, you know, our vision here at Sears Logic, again, as I mentioned, is to really facilitate, you know, that you have with you have with your devices uh, to be that of a, a really positive one where you have an experience, um, you know, whether it's listening to music or capturing video or using your voice to interface with your device, that experience just it leaves you satisfied, right? And and you know the the number of devices we have is ever increasing, and um, you know we feel compelled that that voice um, is a compelling interface, and that we're bringing embedded hardware and software to market um, that enable just that. I mean, high quality performance and an experience that leaves consumers, you know, wanting to keep using it. And you know we're excited about the vision and the the growth of these these spaces and and the opportunities that that presents us. I mean, it's really it's really hard signal processing challenges, and you know, combining that with um, you know really aggressive power targets, you know, makes these problems really challenging and fun to solve. And when you can see it in the hands of a consumer at use, it, it's a really satisfying feeling for a bunch of passionate people here at Cirrus Logic. You know, as we um, as we go off and tackle these challenges. Well, I agree completely. I, I, I think that um, there's so much potential left in this marketplace and there's so many places to go with it because we're just literally scratching the surface of what we've got. So thank you so much, Carl, for taking the time to be with us. Alex, thanks a lot for having me on and look forward to talking to you again. Oh, we'll definitely bring you back. And I'd like to thank everybody in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.